This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Now, back to the guys. Gresh and Keith on WEEI. Follow the show on Twitter at Gresh Keith. One twenty-three regression key on Boston and New England Sports Original WEEI. You can read his writings at WEEI.com, and apparently he's requested music now. He's got his uh, walkout music. It's I, opening day, after all. Well, you said your, yeah. your walkout music. That apparently, is true. out of all the songs in the world, which there are many, Fryer landed on this one. So, you don't like Rise Against? Yeah, was was this your uh, was this your uh, song when you came out of the bullpen at Northwestern to come and save the day in the seventh against Indiana? No, I did. <laughs> <laughs> song came no. out last year. No, I did drop. I was the only Massachusetts guy out there, so I did a lot of dropkick Murphy stuff. The one year though, oh, that I deviated geez. from it. I know it was cliche. I don't mind that. I, That's all right. I did the state of Massachusetts, but the one year I deviated, I did uh, Flash Gordon because of Ted. And and uh, <laughs> that the year that John makes fun of me yeah. for like my numbers, that was that year. Oh, so it makes sense. never happened again. Gotcha. Yeah, that adds up. All right, that then. Does. Uh, Celtics tonight are in a interesting spot. They're yeah. going to play Milwaukee, and Milwaukee's a half game behind. I would love for the Celtics to not be the two seed to avoid Brooklyn potentially. But are the Celtics and Milwaukee both just going to be like, yeah, all the starters are sitting down. It's going to be like a uh, G League game, it's like a game in late September in the preseason. Yeah, I think that's that's the only concern really going into this one. I think the Celtics did what they did last time when it came to Toronto, whether it's for the same reasons or different reasons, whatever. But when they faced Minnesota the day before they faced Toronto, they had Tatum, Brown, and Horford. Well, actually, Tatum and Brown were probable. Horford sat out that game. Now they're all probable the day before their game in Milwaukee. Same kind of deal. So I would assume we're not going to see them. Maybe no smart as well. Um, and yeah, for the Celtics, I, I think like I know people think you can't tank or not tank, but necessarily try and play for a certain seed. Well, you know, from a long view, yeah, that's tough. But we're talking about a short little period here where if they go one and one, it's going to make a huge difference. And I do think it's realistic tonight, especially if it's just even if it's smart versus like Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday. I'm going to give the Bucks the advantage of that situation every single time as much as I like the, the Celtics bench so much. Do you think Milwaukee's the best team in the Eastern Conference? You know what, guys? Um, I, I think that I have to give them the edge in the postseason because they've now done it. But the number two team right on their heels is the Celtics, in my opinion. I, I know that you guys are talking about the Nets a ton. I know I've been saying a ton to you guys, but 
I've watched the Nets more than most people in New England would care to over the past few years. I had to you know, deal with them for a little while, more than I wanted to, um, and it was frustrating. And being in on some of the press conferences here and Steve Nash talked quite a bit about the team and still kind of hearing the same stuff now um, and they're, they're struggling defensively. I get Kevin Durant is the better player in that series, but right now I, the Celtics are a better team across the board. And when you're talking about superstar talent, I think it's pretty even right now with the way things are. And then you look at like the third best player and then the fourth best player and the Celtics have a huge advantage there too. Well, I know there's no time Lord so that people are digging them for that. But also Friar, we went through all of the numbers that say that for 30 games, the Celtics have been the greatest team basketball has ever invented mm. yet. They're not a favorite from the betting standpoint to win the East People aren't screaming, oh, my God, how's everybody missing the Celtics? So mm. what's the disconnect, in your opinion, to the numbers versus the way people feel about this team? Well, I think when you look at what the, the national people say, too, like they're going to still go with like Kyrie and KD can go off. And even when you're talking about odds makers and stuff, it's still like it's it's Kevin Durant. You got to respect him and he's so good and everything. But at the same time, like if you're watching the product that you're seeing and you're hearing, I mean, you guys probably heard Dray Draymond Green the other day praising Time Lord up and down for everything he does, not just his defense. Um, and then talking about Jason Tatum, too. I, I just think that there's like this respect that comes with a guy like, you know, Kyrie Irving, regardless of some of the stuff that he does that might annoy people. Um, and then Kevin Durant, same thing. But like when you look at, I think that the, we all get caught up in the, the best player, the team with the best player in the series mm. is going to win usually. And that's fair. Most of the time that's fair. But when the drop-off's not that huge, because I think right now with the way Tatum's playing, he's playing at a level that's not a huge drop-off from Kevin Durant. And I think you look at that supporting cast and like the defense. I mean, this is, it's, you know, under Brad Stevens for so long, it was defense, defense, defense. It's like, well, this is the next level defense. The problem is, is time lord. I mean, if he's not in that series, I think it's, you know, six, seven game series between the Celtics and the Nets. If you have time Lord, I, I think Celtics win it in six pretty comfortably. They could even win that in five. Now, do you think outside shooting is still an issue with the Celtics? It certainly was the first half of the season or have they rectified it? And last night, for example, as a team, they shoot exceptionally well from the outside, but it was another night where Jason Tatum goes one of eight from three. Yeah. I think that it's funny throughout this strong run, we've seen quite a few really, really bad performances from beyond the arc. I, mean, I think, you know, the Pistons game was one of the Pistons games was brutal. And mm -hmm. I know they played them tough, but you're going to survive the Pistons in those, in those situations. still. Um, I think that it's still kind of hit or miss, but you have guys like Peyton Pritchard who've stepped up. I think Grant Williams is starting to work out of that funk as well. So you have options and you have a bunch of different guys you can turn to on any given night. And then I think when you look at the way they move the ball now too, um, they've been doing it for a while, but I think that opens up a lot. And I know with time Lord, he opens things up too when he's, when he's back, got to continue to operate. Like he's not coming back for a little bit, but um, yes, I think it's improved rich. I still think that they are, you know, it can vary on any given night, but they, they've kind of adapted offensively where they can kind of take those tough blows on occasion. Uh, Nick Fry of WEEI.com with Gresh and Keith. He's also with us on Twitch as well. You could uh, check out Fryer. We got the little three box working on Twitch. Just follow WEEI. Now, Keith and I have had battles over this before, but I ask you, Fryer, if defense doesn't matter in the NBA, then why are we pumping that up as a part of the Celtics formula in terms of winning when it's always about offense? 
Well, I think defense matters when you get to the, the the postseason. I mean, I understand offensive firepower is the biggest thing down the like you know down the stretch. But when you have a strong defense that can go with those with your talented offense, I still think it matters in the end. It's just you know how good is your defense? Like, is it not because in the in the in the regular season? We're seeing teams kind of coast, you know, and I, I think that's what's happening with the Nets where it's like, oh, they're still figuring things out. They're still ramping up like everybody says about Steph Curry and whoever else. Um, but yeah, I, so I think when you don't really have a firm grasp on what that defense looks like till you get to the postseason. But with the Celtics, you're seeing them blow out teams left and right mm-hmm. to me to the point where and we're seeing Robert Williams like evolve so much and Marcus Smart continue to do what he does that I still buy into that defense. So I, I get what you're saying, Gresh, but at the same time, it's just – I think it's just you look at the regular season and that offense from other teams, you don't know if that's the real offense. I think quickly it's having that superstar player as well because like Miami, and I know, Keith, you're very big into the sham year, but like Miami, to me, the reason Miami won in the sham year or at least got there was because they they could play defense and they had a guy in Jimmy Butler who played over his head. He did that and coaching. Like so normally coaching and defense kind of get minimized yeah. during the regular season. But then in the playoffs, I think those things can show themselves. I, I do. I, I'm yeah, yeah, I'm no, yeah. I'm with you on that. It's just interesting that that with the Celtics, again, we were talking about it earlier, the numbers matching the vibe and everything like but that. But it's also one of those things where you're like, you can have the best team best defensive team in the history of basketball. But would you bet against Kevin can't. Durant to score forty? Well, like that's he's the still thing, right? And that's my and really yeah. that's my worry, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and Nick, mm-hmm. to the to the point, last night the uh, the Knicks uh, Nets game was the perfect example. Like the Nets got pissed and decided to play defense, and look at what happened in the second half. Well, I mean, I think Rich has encapsulated pretty well. The Knicks stink. They do. I mean, stink. every single stink. year. I, I mean, I thought that, you know. They, and Randall's been people. shut down, so, like, they got they got nothing there. How did they, they make they, the playoffs uh, last year? No idea. Uh, Thibodeau, I mean, they tried hard. They tried hard. Oh, they tried. They were the defense. They played every of, night hard, and then they made the playoffs, and you're like, oh, everybody's playing hard now? Crap, we don't have the talent. And their great player really isn't great. He's not. Like, Julius Randle's not, not a big-time player. No, he's not. No, no. I mean, he's he's. I like what he's done there, and that New York has was competitive one year. But yeah, I'm not. I'm not buying. No one's ever going to buy into the Knicks ever. No, no sane person is going to do that. Well, Fryer, how do you think Marcus Smart over the last couple of weeks has jumped to the top of the Defensive Player of the Year odds, and is the likely winner? Where it's been a big man award for the longest time. You occasionally you'd get a couple of like big wing players, but Gary Payton, the last point guard to do it, and these last couple of weeks, I know the team has played good defensively, but he is jump to the top where even uh i don't know a month ago he was probably fifth sixth seventh somewhere in there but now he seems to be the favorite yeah i think that when it comes to whenever you're looking at the odds when it comes to these awards one thing that you got to factor in if you're ever trying to get a little bit of action on it you got to look at okay how's the media perceive this player and what's the hype around this guy and marcus smart has been pumping his tires more than anybody of late and it's like, and, and to some extent, I think you kind of got to do that because every year it's like Rudy Gobert or Giannis Antetokounmpo is yeah. going to be winning this thing. So it's like, I got to do, and, and like we said, a guard hasn't won it in ages. So I was five the last time a guard won it. So it just, it doesn't happen. Um, so I, I, I think the only thing that could go against smart is kind of what we see. I remember when it was like David Ortiz and Manny talking about, um, you know, MVP voting for the Red Sox. The only thing I worry about for smart is, is Robert Williams going to steal some votes from him down the stretch because of what, you know, what Draymond's saying about him and other people have noticed about him over the season Mm -hmm. and then him just not being around in that conversation we're having where it's like you know without Robert Williams that your defense is really good still but what is that going to look like in the postseason without him? If Smart wins, what is he going to complain about? Because he's been like, oh, it's a popularity contest. It's true. It's a good point. You're you're in now. You're the best defensive player. Okay. Now go do something. Go ahead. Now now, now don't get He will find something. 
Yeah, he he'll will. find something. No, he finds it's the refs. It's like, hey, but now it'll be refs, I'm defensive yeah. player of the year. How are yeah. you going to call that on? Right. That's yeah, true. that that's good true. Point. More yeah. a different way to complain, mm-hmm. which the Celtics are good at with these refs. Nick Fryer of WEI.com. Check him out there. Kind enough to join us on Twitch as well. Flannel Fryer, we'll see you soon. See you guys. Thank you, Fryer. All right, there goes Fryer. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.